Oh, brother, this guy stinks! You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic, or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter... Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Good, good, good news, everyone! Seems we have a guest this time around Why? helping us out with the intro. Why, I say, I say, Daniel, <laughs> it is good to be back. Well, Fuckleberry, it's been a day if it's been a year. That's right, it's me, uh, Fuckleberry Hen. I'm just covering in. Willie's a little late. Uh, he asked me to to come into the studio and, um, and kind of help out for a second. Now, I don't know... Um, Daniel, if you knew this, but uh, I'm I do work in the building now. Oh, you're in the same. Now I couldn't help building? but notice you took a, a drink of something that wasn't a, a LaCroix, and you that had a, a a face of confusion or disgust. I'm not sure, quite it's... sure which. Indeed, it's called a Nixie N I X I E, and it's watermelon mint, and I'm just gonna. I'm not, I, you know, I am not a connoisseur of, of, of very much, but I am a connoisseur of sparkling waters, and LaCroix is, is second to none. However, I will say, Wheat Thins Sun-Dried Tomato Basil flavor <laughs> mixed with watermelon Now, now a, 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 a Wheat Thin? A Wheat Thin. It's a... W-H. I think I've had one of them... Uh, just regular sea salt. Um, now, 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 the sun-dried tomato and basil. You like that one? I do. It's it pairs very well with cheese, not very well with lachois. So be buyer be warned. I see. Uh, and so your problem here is that the watermelon mint's not going well with the uh, the the sun-dried tomato and basil. No, I thought it would be like a caprese salad in my mouth, but. It's okay, like, and now I actually do see where you're going with that, and I don't fault right? you, and I don't fault you at all. Tomato, mint, a little bit of watermelon, right? I, you could see those flavors marrying well. They don't. Now, they do you're maybe only missing a prosciutto or, um, you know, melon and prosciutto often go well together. I don't, <laughs> I don't, 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 uh, <laughs> don't judge me. Uh, I'm not a real city slicker type. I've just been to a True. few soirees in my time. Um, mm. Back when I was, you know, trying to court the bells of the balls. Interesting, because usually I'm trying to court the balls at the bell inside <laughs> of their bell. <laughs> and now I think I know where you're going with that one, Daniel. And I, I've got to say, I'm not used to it, but I, I appreciate your moxie, or should I say, well, your mixie? Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, All right, I'm trying to catch on. I'm trying to catch on. Right. So when you go to a ball, what's your what's your go to uh, what's your go to dance? Are you are you a waltz guy? Are you a swing guy? I do are you waltz, a foxtrot? swing. I had a terrible accident with, and so I no longer can swing. Uh, mostly because both of my knees no longer move in that direction. They sort of move side to side instead of front oh. to back, like you might be used to. 
And so when I swing, it's more of kind of like a swong. Wait, I know you weren't there, but my friend Willie was when we did dancing with Senorita in high school. I certainly was not there. Uh, That would be weird for me. I'm over 100 years old. So that would be weird for me to be at your high school watching you dance from far away. (laughs) And your wheelchair. That being said, I have seen the VHS tapes. Right. Okay, fair. Some are on Betamax. But there's one dance. It's not the tango, the merengue or something where the guy like had a broken knee and he came up with it. And so it's just like a line dance, but it's a Spanish line dance or Mexican line dance. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've never actually been south of the border, so I cannot help you there. I thought you. I thought Willie was merengue. I think is what it is. Now, if we're talking about a meringue, like a lemon meringue pie, key lime pie, I've had that before. Okay. (laughs) Did you know? And uh, Fuckleberry, there's only two kinds of pie I like. Can you guess what they are? Hmm. Well, you're an American, so you've got to love apple pie. And if you don't, that's a sin on earth. Um, And you know what? You seem like a guy like me, so I'm going to go with berry because my family (laughs) loves berries. That's fair. That's you like you like berries a lot coming in berry bushes. Um, Hey, Daniel, I've got to correct you. That wasn't me. That was my grandpappy. Oh, right. Okay. Great grandpa. And now you're aware of, I've told you y'all on the podcast about the Great Berry War, right? So you're aware of that. But I have I told you about the river pirates that plagued Lewis and Clark? No, I have not heard this one yet. So a lot of people don't know about this. I actually had the pleasure of having a whiskey with a retired river pirate years later. And he told okay. me a bunch of stories. And apparently, so he, at the time, he was sort of like, you know, underling, like swabbing the poop deck type of thing. And, 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 and he's on the Colorado River. And guess who they come across? None other than Lewis and Clark. They think they're doing Wait, all this, this. Is this one person named Lewis Ann Clark? No, she <laughs> actually came way before them. <laughs> okay. Got it. They sense. think they, they're the first, you know, whites to explore the West. And that's not true. Obviously, Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> Louise Ann Clark <laughs> had done it, I don't know, maybe 12 years before that. Yeah, solo by my dad we she, we didn't actually rob or they didn't actually rob her he told me uh, louise she ended up joining and guess what she what mm. became the captain she rose through the ranks and there she was a well-respected captain which was rare for the day which was rare for the day because most people did not respect captains at all that's very true captains got a bad rap and uh, they were usually at home at, at the farm Right. It was sort of, you might think, these are river pirates, okay? All the sea pirates that you're used to, it's not necessarily going to fly with the river pirates. That's very true. We're typically more used to seamen. They see Lewis and Clark, and they've got their cannons aimed, and they're all like, and they say, hey. Well, they don't say yar. They kind of do a (laughs) sing-song thing. Those are river pirates. So they're sort of like, yar. Hey, give us your gold. (laughs) <laughs> and they they sort of were like, well, we're on America's mission. You know, Thomas Hefferson, he gave us the, the money. And so we can't really give it away because it's taxpayer money. 
And so Louise mm. is sort of thinking to herself, mm-hmm. wait, what are your names? I think I've seen a paper about this. And they say, we're Lewis and Clark. And she says, y'all ain't going to No shit. This. I'm Louise and Clark. Oh, no. Your mic is also cutting out, Fuckleberry. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Has this. Now we can hear you. So she says, you're not going to believe this. My name's Louise and Clark. And the three of them are staring <laughs> at each other, mouths agape. <laughs> of course, who's there to, to break the awkward silence? Sacagawea. Thomas. Oh, so I was going to say Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and she says, y'all landlubbers better recognize the number one captain of the, of the mm-hmm. high rivers. Mm-hmm. That's Louise Ann Clark. And so at this point, she's getting brownie points for Lewis and Clark because she's paying respects to a well-respected captain. Of course, mm-hmm. like we said, most captains aren't well-respected at the time. And so Louise, who runs a tight ship, um, she lets him on board. They have a sort of you know dinner party where they're exchanging stories. And Lewis and Clark Sorry. are kind of like, we're, we're, we're trying to explore. You know, we need to get to the ocean. We think that it's that way, west. And she says, mm-hmm. oh boy, yeah, there's an ocean out there. But guess what else there is? Mountains. Pirates. Ma- oh, mountains. <laughs> well, I, and pirates. <laughs> and and she's pirates. sort of warning them, you know, I'm a more of a benevolent type. I'm kind of more of that chaotic neutral rather than a, okay. kind of on the evil side. And so she's saying, you know, like. It's called wild card nowadays. Wild card. Yes, I believe. Um, and she, you know what? That term may have originated with her. You never really know what you're going to get with Louise Ann Clark. That's a, <laughs> that's well, that's a, that's also and well she, documented. She met an untimely demise, to my recollection, if I if I have that right. Yeah. So here's the thing about river pirates: is the most of the rivers they're not necessarily wide enough for you to really turn a 180 with the ship. So by the time you get mm-hmm. down to the base of the river at the ocean and you need to turn around, and head back up, you can't turn around. And the other thing is. Long, long time ago, I'm talking hundreds of years ago, pi- sea mm. pirates and river pirates made a deal. They cannot enter each other's waters. <laughs> okay? And so it's forbidden for a river pirate to go into the ocean and do a U-turn, right? Mm. And get in there. Now, if they come upon a lake or a reservoir, that's fair game, okay? Because that's not the sea, all right? And so Got at this it. point, Louise, she's getting on the older side. Uh, but, you know, it's still early for her. and like 30. 31, you're right. <laughs> and she And she is God like, damn it. we need to turn around. It's a, it's a low, it's a, it's a drought year. And so they're trying to turn around. They get stuck. They're sideways now in the river. And she says, oh, no, we're going to starve out here because we can't get none of them fish. Because we're stuck. Because we're stuck. And so, and we're in the low fish spot and it's a drought. And so they end up mm. getting stranded there. And they're there for for days and days become weeks and weeks become months. And Louise says to her crew members, I need y'all to survive. I am the captain. I'm going to go down with this ship. And in order for you to survive, you have to consume my body. <laughs> go down to, to the bottom of the riverbed <laughs> that's shrouded down. <laughs> oh, there that... I don't even think they thought about that. Okay, right. They're, they, they're delirious. They, they're delirious from dehydration. And she says, you need to 
consume my body for your nutrition, drink my blood, eat my body parts, cook them all up, have a have yourself a Louise fry, if you will. <laughs> okay. And get this. You know what her first mate's name was? Dracula. Lewis. <laughs> and that's how vampires were created. <laughs> I, 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 you can't make this up. This you is, can't make this up, folks. I mean, sure, it's been 150 years since I talked to the man who told me this story. Um, But like you said, it's well documented. It's very well documented. Library of Congress stuff right there. So I've heard. You know what else the Library (laughs) of Congress has a lot of? A lot of books by a a little sniveling (laughs) crybaby named Sam Clements. (laughs) Who was a bald-faced liar. And to be clear, the initial question was, do you know what kinds of pie I like? <laughs> Which you gave a great answer for. But just to be clear. And full circle, we're going to come around to, I said, apple and berry. <laughs> the real answer is, I only like two kinds of pie. Hot pie and cold pie. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wasn't expecting that. I, I thought it was going to be a disgusting, dirty joke because most of the time no. when you set me up for something like that, it's going to involve poop or a penis of some sort. <laughs> no, that's a that's a good old Southern Indiana joke. Tell you what, learned it in college. <laughs> well, I can't deny that. It's got a charm to it. It's got a charm. It is. I tell every time they like ask for jokes in meetings when people aren't there yet, I always say that one. And I, I bet people at this point are expecting you to say something really at the line in terms of what's appropriate to say at work. That's that is that is relatively true. Yes, yeah, someone just said, "I don't want to be underneath you" during a project, and I looked at him today and said, "Not in your wildest fucking dreams." <laughs> <laughs> That's when you tell them, "Don't flatter yourself, young man." <laughs> There was no management in the in the room, <laughs> and therefore all bets are off. Exactly. Now, got- Daniel, I think um, at this point in time, y'all normally do a little something that y'all Good like news, to call. Everyone. Yes, yeah. Should we bring Willie back for that so he can share with us? No, he told me to go ahead and uh, share his good news for with okay. for him. All right, take it away. You go. You go first. <laughs> Sounded really, it sounded because, really pressing. No, 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 it's really not. Um, okay, I'm uh, sure. I, I think go. y'all. He said she. He said y'all uh, normally have you go first. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yes. Um, my good news today is that I tried my new meal prep cookbook out, Food Fifty Two, which is like I think it's a blog online too because I've used some of the recipes online. They're like decent, but I tried it and I made overnight pork, but I made it during the day. Put that bad boy, whack it in the oven at 475 for 15 to 20 minutes to get a crispy crust, and then put it to 200 it cover it a and pork foil. Loin or like a pork belly or? Butt. Basically shoulder, but it was like a pork butt. Okay. And it was With the B-U-T-T-E, it's a sort of a shoulder roast. Yes, Boston Butt, I believe, is the original name. Otherwise known as a Rocky Outcrop slash Pork Butte, if you will. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I've heard that. Have you ever uh, been to... Have you ever been to Porky Butte, Illinois? <laughs> no, it's the it's Porky the tallest Butte. rock in Illinois. Is that really a thing? And it looks exactly like the behind of a pig. Does it really? Am I an idiot for believing this? 
Uh, you can that's Google not it. A, that's not, I've been there. It's <laughs> not a thing. I totally believed it. Okay, to be fair, in America, we have an ass load of fucking mountains that are named after body parts. The Grand Tetons. <clears throat> now, those uh-huh. are some Tetons, let me tell you. Let me tell you what. Exactly. So it was not out of the realm of possibilities that the highest point in Illinois <laughs> is called Porky Butte. the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen it. I've been there. <laughs> I had a nice picnic out there. I fully believe you, Fuckleberry. You betrayed me, you son of a bitch. I'm telling the truth. I don't know what you're talking about. Just because Google didn't confirm it for you doesn't, doesn't mean it's not out there. <laughs> what actually came up was a restaurant called Porky Butts Barbecue in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> oh, now that is some good barbecue. It's like in a strip. I met, I met the pig that started that barbecue <laughs> porky butt himself yes porky butt and let me tell you that is a nice pig he was so nice that is one sweet swine <laughs> oh my so god anyway that that pork was... <laughs> that porky butte sounds delicious <laughs> yes that's what i had you i've got to check that out you do it's a great cookbook it's like a meal prep based cookbook this one is and they do go through the season, so it's, like, really good for farmer's markets and stuff. So it's, like, here's what you should get pre. Here's when you should do it. So I made that. And then I made um, stuck pot rice, which didn't turn out super stuck and brown, but I can work on that. And then I made creamed um, kale and broccolini, but I used broccoli with just a lot of the leaves. Excuse me. And then I it had pancetta in it. Oh, my God. It was a... Oh, good. Here's my thing about uh, broccolini versus broccoli. Now, I think y'all have talked about this a little bit. Broccolini superior to broccoli. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, we can get mm-hmm. on board with that. And now, when we're talking broccoli, did you chop it up small, smaller than you normally would to yes, make it like I, broccolini? Uh, yes, exactly. Okay, I chopped it like okay, very lengthwise and then did it. And then I chopped it up in bits and then I cooked it all down. Put it in the blender because I don't have a food processor. Added some crema fraiche and cream and cooked it down and then put it in the blender and got it up and then poured the porcine bits back in. Ooh, girl. And it's very fibrous because I kept the stalks in there. And I kept the stalks in so Your movements the have been regular. Uh, That's actually correct. apropos because the good news that Willie wanted me to share, I got to read it off of this card. It says, <laughs> okay. my good news is the diarrhea is still there. Oh, God. <laughs> That's great news, question mark? He may, he, and now I think he tried to put an optimistic spin on it, but just between you and me and the, you know, 10 listeners of this podcast, he might 10, have thousand. CUD. Ceaseless unhalting diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> he told me his doctor prescribed him Zaprexis. That can help. That certainly does help. And eating lots of fibrous fruit and vegetable, any fauna, will help us with that as well. That's true. That's true. Does meat have fiber? It doesn't. You know what? That's maybe something only God knows. (laughs) And we can leave it at that. And we can leave it at that. (laughs) 
zero grams of dietary fiber. And I love how this this thing comes up and it just says type and quantity and quantity is three ounces and the type just says meat. <laughs> it doesn't like say pork or lamb or anything. Duck. Meat is meat yeah. generally. Wow, meat has no fiber. I did not know that. Whoa, whoa, wee, whoa. I think we should still wait for God to confirm whether or not that's true. Okay, true. Yeah. Let's pray on it. Yeah, Let's we'll pray, pray on it. the gay away. Well, no, we don't need to do that. That's sort of <laughs> archaic, if you ask me. I tried. It doesn't work. What are you going to do? I actually, I did have a cousin whose parents were trying to do that to him. Uh, and it really only ended up making it worse because they had gotten a bunch of decorations and sort of like streamers and stuff because they're thinking they're going to celebrate. Uh, mm. But really, it through he fell through one of them paper sort of like breakaway walls and fell into a bunch of other props. And when he got up, he was in full drag. And at that point, he was like, <laughs> I found my calling. Right. And to so, be fair... Decorations and streamers, big trigger for gayness. Makes you feel extra gay because you get really Well, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that when he – somehow when he, like, tumbled through everything and it was sort of a cacophony of breaking Ooh. and ripping and all this stuff. And he came up and he had a full face of makeup on. <laughs> he was full Tammy or Tammy Wynette. He, he ate, I think would be the term. She ate. Yes, Fuckleberry. Oh my gosh. She ate two kinds of pie. Cold or hot. <laughs> Cold or hot. Your pick. All um, right. Well, thanks for having me. I got to go, and y'all need to start talking about the episode. I think Willie just got here. So uh, thanks for chatting. And um, Oh, you know, yes. Thanks for coming by, Fucklebee. Appreciate you listening to my story about the the. The River Pirates. Um, I thought you'd really mm-hmm. appreciate that one. I'll leave you with one joke. One more joke. Okay, give it to me. What's a pirate's favorite letter? I'm going to go with P for plundering. Think a little harder. Think a little harder. What do they say all the time? Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, so like an H. <laughs> you think it'd be R, but really it's the C. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's clever. Now, do not ever tell that to a river pirate. Of course, I would because never. Because for them, it's the river and uh, also the H. Freshwater and saltwater pirates, very different, very different species of pirate. Look, I mean, they just sort of evolve separately from each other, and it's thank God we have the treaty of. Piratia. <laughs> Piratia or Piratia? Piratia with a T. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, yes. Thank, thank, thank you. You know whose signature's gods. on that? Davy Jones. Da- oh, Davy Jones. I was thinking Davy Crockett. And I was like, well, first I thought Davy Crockett. Then I thought Daniel Boone. Davy Crockett's signature is also on the <laughs> Treaty of Piratia. <laughs> I have heard he that right sort of, he wasn't a river pirate himself, but he did have a kind of like a sympathy for the river pirates. And so he was, you know, a lawyer famously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he was there to sort of help river pirates get what they deserved in the treaty and make sure it wasn't unfair. That that sounds just like Davy Crockett, attorney at law. Yes, Esquire. <laughs>
All right. Take care. Love you. All right. I love you, Fox. Bye-bye. Ooh, thanks, Fuckleberry. Sorry I'm late, always, always a pleasure, never a burden. <laughs> sweet, sweet Fuckleberry. He's always got a story. He does. He's a... He's full of them. Let me tell you what. And speaking of stories, should we get to ours? Wah, wah. The episode, you mean? Your favorite episode, guys? Today we oh are going to cover God. season five, episode nine, The Sting. The fart. The fart. This is the, this is the butt fart episode of all of Futurama. It's my least favorite episode of the entirety of Futurama. I was like trying to keep an open mind watching it. And you know what my mind opened up to? This big sucks. Old <laughs> steaming pile of poop. <laughs> This was actually Cresting out more, of a toilet. Bowl. I laughed. This I had a lot more laughs in this one than I normally, than I thought I would. Because I, I, I don't necessarily hate it the way you do, but it's not. But it's honestly sometimes the Leela episodes are not very mm, true, which is um, not Katie Seagal's fault. No, it's the writers. No, it's not her delivery. She's good at that. Also, I'm the, really having some difficulty reading the notes that I took a week ago. <laughs> Usually I can decipher I know, we, So for the listeners, last week when we tried to record, the platform we record on was not working. Thank you for It's working now. So oh, we're trying to catch up now, and we haven't watched the episode for a week. I like came up here <laughs> to my office to be like, I need to watch the episode, and then found my notes. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I already watched it. Mm-hmm. Wow, you already drank the, the Nixie. I had to drink the Nixie quick so it would wash down all the sun-dried and then, tomato And basil. so you would have to pee really bad by the time we're wrapping up the podcast in 20 minutes? Probably 15. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to vamp for, for Right, right, right. <laughs> so anyway, this, this episode is the one where uh, the, the crew go to get, like, space honey. And then uh, mm-hmm. Leela thinks that Fry dies. And she has these, like, hallucinations the whole time. And she just, like, misses him. Um, so this is this like you watch HBO shows, right? And every HBO show, like the Sopranos, oh yeah, no, I Thrones, I can afford that. <laughs> it's like five dollars a month for HBO Max. You get a free through. Like, actually, a lot of I I actually can only afford HBO Minimum. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> HBO Max anymore. I think it's just called Max. It's now. just called like, Minimum. Re- yeah, <laughs> Min. Min. Oh, I subscribe to a different Min. Uh, but every hbo show always goes way 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 off the rails for one episode and does like a weird either weird dreamscape episode or they do like a very very creative writing or creatively written retconning and like um uh tarantinoing and changing like the entire episodic flow of the season and they do okay, it like wait, once or twice i just gotta say what the fuck did you just say <laughs> like that's exactly, <laughs> what I'm ta- this is exactly what i'm fucking talking about you sound like it's when just, people talk about art in that way where you like, you know it's going to be pretentious when they say something about like the choreography of life or like <laughs> something like that it's just like <laughs> That's the only way to describe how terrible these episodes are. They do it in fucking everything, and it's so bad, and I hate it. I always skip those episodes. But, like, even The Sopranos, which is, like, a very good, well-respected show, has, like, three episodes or like the like throughout the entire series where it's just, like, Tony's fever dream, and he's, like, 
in a coma and there's all this shit going down and I just fucking hate like, it. Like, uh, you always... know who invented that? Dallas. Wasn't Dallas the show in the 80s that, like, they had a character, main character die and then they, like, retconned it by making it so this woman was dreaming the whole thing? Yes, yes, I do believe that is true. Yeah, so it's shit like that. And you're like, I okay, see. it's basically like you're watching because it usually happens in dramas, right? And there's always, like, plot progression and stuff. It's like watching a, an adult cartoon like Family Guy or something where – or The Simpsons where you know nothing is actually going to change. It's going to be the same as it was at the end of the episode. And you're like, this is just such a fucking masturbatory exercise for the fucking actors and for the writers and everything. I don't know. I fucking hate it. And I fucking hated this episode. Well, but <laughs> usually to, to be fair, sunshine, though, it, this is a 20-minute episode. It's not an hour-long prestige TV episode. Right, which makes it even worse. Really? It what about the what all. what about the tales of interest? Oh no, those are phenomenal. I don't think those are I don't think those fall in the same classification. I'm not saying that it's just it's just the component that it's the same at the end. That's how all the Futurama or a lot of Futurama episodes are. I'm just saying that it's like the fever dream, weird shit's going on. You're the 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 I don't know. I from that point of view lost. though, I I think that I can see why you're annoyed with the premise, but I could I think that it pulled it off well, all things considered. Like for a show doing that, they very that, well could have. This I'm is a good a way to it. do it because it really does sure. seem like. Well, so we'll we'll get into it. Uh, PD did his diet. I like the song. PD did his I like the song, and that's the only reason it is getting anything that's not a zero. Just so you know. Um, and so basically, the Planet Express crew have to are tasked with going to this uh, giant like beehive, which the professor warns them is like too dangerous for them to go to. Cause that's like where his old crew died. And of course, <laughs> Leela who can't turn down a challenge is like, you know, fuck how dangerous it is. Like we're going to go or die trying. <laughs> yeah. I love how the professor starts out with, yes, you'll be going to a space hive with space bees to collect ordinary honey. And they're like, and ordinary like, honey? Sounds so dangerous. <laughs> that doesn't like, sound so dangerous. This is no ordinary honey. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how the professor have- introduces it with bad news, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have something written down that says, oh, wait, that's any hitting? <laughs> quote? It's a quote of some sort. I don't know. I don't know, but I do have written down that um they did a joke. Hermes, they do have a joke of like he's like, if you get stung, like some terrible shit happens to you, and they're like, and that's what happens when you're not allergic. And so um Hermes is like, you don't want to know what happens when you're allergic. And the professor tells him, like, oh, you get boiled alive or something. He's like, I didn't want to know. But I always, whenever someone's like, um, oh, it's worse than they describe something terrible. And then they say, uh, like, it's, it's worse. It always makes me think of Harry Potter where it's like, we could be killed or worse. Expelled. <laughs> Which I am playing the video game right now. And it's pretty good. It took a while to get into, but it is good. I would recommend it. <clears throat> you know what I, Petey, you know what I got to say, though? And you're not going to like this. I'm going to be soon playing a little gigantic, expansive, massive space game called Starfield, which is a PC named Xbox after, exclusive. Named after <clears throat> George Clinton. Garfield's brother. <laughs> Garfield's uh, omniscient celestial brother. <laughs> I already forgot about Starfield. <laughs> what is Starfield's like owners like John equivalent? Oh, it was like Borg or something. Jove. Jorg. It, it's just God. 
which is God. <laughs> Starfield's owner, God. Um, it's Magmar the Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> Magmar the Galactic. Wait, wasn't that your screen name? No, that Moltar. was uh, Moltar that was. from Space Ghost. Moltar. Yes, that's right. Uh, so anyways, the crew ends up going to the the space hive. Bender's, they paint Bender like a bee, and he's like going around. They're all fine until Leela finds this baby little larvae, basically. This part like, is like, Leela, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes, and she like, she's like, I'm just going to pack him a lunch, and then fills it up with royal jelly and, and honey. And fills so she two takes this up. baby bee, baby queen bee, which is, first of all, mm-hmm. that's kidnapping. Right, and a even, queen bee is the most like cherished bee in the right, hive. Even right, even if you're not, even if they're not like sentient which they are we know this Mm -hmm. because of how they can communicate with or how they understand bender Mm -hmm. and we get subtitles and shit so she's kidnapping yeah bad idea especially idea uh, murderous space bees and then it becomes even worse idea because they get on the ship they barely escape and then which i i get the my favorite quote of this of this episode which is not even that great my favorite quote is lila's like yes we made it the only thing that old crew did better than us was suck and die. <laughs> <laughs> I do have written down that uh, Leela says something about not, like um, a few deadly, deadly bees won't stop us. And then when they check the black box, the old crew captain says the exact same thing right before dying. <laughs> I did like that too. Um, so yeah, the baby bee gets up, uh, sort of uncurls itself and it goes to attack Leela, but Fry jumps right in front, um, and saves her and it, he dies basically. Um, and so they're like mourning Fry and the whole, the rest of the episode essentially is like Leela having these hallucinations and like dreams. She's like guilt ridden that Fry is dead. And then she keeps having mm-hmm. these dreams that give her the impression that Fry is alive somehow, like. Oh, check my locker. It's got a gift for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. Bender steals, hawks everything from Fry's locker, like right after he dies. Like, it gives me closure. <laughs> and then, um, uh, what was the other? Oh, the jacket. She wakes up with Fry's jacket on or something. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, that proves it. She wakes up with Fry's jacket on. And then <clears throat> basically, she's like just eating the, the honey. One spoonful makes you calm, two spoonfuls puts you to sleep and three spoonfuls puts you in a permanent coma. And so she like, basically it's just hallucinating from this space. Honey is the idea. She like sees Fry's coffin in space and, and wakes up and she, and, she's uh, developing a substance direction. abuse problem basically with honey, pretty much with honey. Um, <clears throat> but I do love that during Fry's funeral where they have it at uh, orbiting meadows. Um, there's a callback to like uh, Fry was one of the best lovers and all the women are like, but except for the snoo snoo lady, yeah, except for the snoo snoo lady, and um, it's also a callback to there's a, a radiator like boiling, like yeah, yeah, I saw that. The, <laughs> he fucked a radiator, <laughs> which is a callback to the Miss uh, Miss um, Universe pageant with Bob Barker, and he's like, I just made love to that radiator woman from the Radiator Planet. Oh right, right, right. There's no Radiator Planet. <laughs> I thought that was a really clever call. That was good. I knew that I couldn't remember which exactly which episode it was from, but I knew that with the radiator there, like it sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, which God rest Bob Barker's zombie bones. R.I.P. Yes. to Princess. R.I.P. Also to Smash Mouth. Yeah, but he was like a crazy hardened, like drinking a fifth or a uh, uh, handle of vodka a day, alcoholic for like twenty he, years. He yeah, occupies true. a very special place in all millennial hearts. True. Yes, very true. Um, 
and Shrek and Shrek fans. Um, Which is a circle, not a Venn diagram. I don't do the math. <laughs> millennials, Shrek fans, and millennials. Oh, oh, yes. All Shrek fans. All millennials all are, Shrek, are Shrek fans. Are Shrek fans. Yeah, exactly. It's like a square is a, a rectangle, but is a rectangle a square? In this case, yes. Um, we also get a, a, a um, cameo from the World of Tomorrow guy, which I yes, love. and he says, and that Pete, I was going to say this. This has to be what we say on our last episode. Good or farewell from the world, world of tomorrow. Of tomorrow. So yes, good. Exactly. I'm going to shed a tear in. when we get there. Oh, yeah. We got plenty more apps, girl. We're I know. We're going to be doing this for like, we're going to be like old men. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also get a famous quote from Professor, which has been memefied, where the professor laughs and he says, Oh, I made myself sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but continue. I mean, that's pretty much the whole thing. I did. I have this written down, but I can't like remember it, which was, I forget what the setup is, but the premise is that um, Julia Roberts got buried alive. Yeah, I had that written down too. I was like, I don't remember what the setup was, but it was like, it was buried alive, like Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And I also have Venus um, and Hyperion. Oh, those are the planets that they go to. So in like the dream, Fry takes Leela to oh, Hyperion. Right, right, right. Uh, to go like she's like i almost forget that it's tens of hundred it's like hundreds of degrees below zero right now can i borrow your your light jacket yeah right <laughs> and they're just like on a sleigh ride and they're drinking yeah. semitic miss cocoa <laughs> oh, yeah. instead of like swiss miss it's like like a jewish girl <laughs> which i don't quite get I the like what that that's one, really yeah. uh how that's like a play on swiss miss other than just saying it's a different type of miss <laughs> it could have been like any, you know, like any other um, Alp country, R- right? Like it could Italy, have been like France, Bav- Bavarian Betty, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, oh, also, uh, I have this, which is that Bender says something about um. <laughs> this is screwier. You're screwier than my aunt Rita, and she was a screw. <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> when like leela is like freaking out they're like leela you're going nuts and bender's like you're screwier than my <laughs> <laughs> you really enjoy that very simple that's joke. so good <laughs> because... sometimes the easy ones are the good ones yes just like your pie joke <laughs> that have layers Flaky this does have layers layers <laughs> <laughs> a buttery crispy flake <laughs> Picked in a buttery, crispy flake. <laughs> <laughs> so Leela basically gets to a point of insanity where the crew is like um, going into song. Like they they do, don't worry, be happy. A bee flies around and like pops their heads. And then Zoidberg gets dummy thick. <laughs> Zoidberg does get dummy thick during this process. Um, and Did you just say process? Yes, I do like that <laughs> because you haven't always academic. said process, but it does sound very academic, and I like it. it. Sounds like to make it more saying. Zoidberg gets dummy thick through this process. <laughs> <laughs> Just expand, exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
Um, Leela basically ends up going crazy. She thinks she's going to take three spoonfuls throughout this entire time. The entire Wait, sorry, back. sorry. I just say one more thing about the singing. Bender goes, and I'm not allowed to sing, and he's not allowed to sing court due order. to court order. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like, what do you? What did you do? Where the judge was like, you can't sing anymore. <laughs> You're unable to sing. <laughs> yeah. That will violate the law. <laughs> the laws of music are the okay. same as the laws of physics. They are immutable. I'm done. Did you hear my joke? Wait, no, say it again. The laws of music are the same as the laws of physics. Immutable. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so anyways, Leela's going nuts. The, the, the crew is telling her that she's nuts. And she um, keeps just having these, these basically nightmares where Fry's... Waking like, nightmares. Waking nightmares, yeah. And Fry just keeps telling her to wake up, wake up, wake up. So finally, Leela is about to take three spoonfuls of space honey, and because of that, she would go into a permanent coma, and Fry stops her, and then she wakes up, and then... Okay, 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 I'll handle it from here. And then... So anyway, she finally, she has another hallucination with Fry, and he's like, I just need you to wake up, and she's like, you've been saying that, like... Um, this whole time. And then we cut to Fry like sitting at a hospital bed with like, you know, scruff, like he hasn't shaved and he's like not well kept. And then it turns out that Leela was in a coma the whole time. And so she, then she finally wakes up. Wow. So what there's the twist. conceit. Oh my God. <laughs> at least try to hide your bitterness for the listeners. Some people could have enjoyed this episode. Well, then they're dorks. Roast. Like you, that dorky kid with the glasses. <laughs> hey, Paige. <laughs> What's up, Paige? Which is funny because I know I have a friend called Paige. So, you know. Um, yes. And so the only part about this I like is, you know, it's a nice little reconciliation between the two. Um, and they like kind of like, okay. It does put, yeah, you're right. It pushes the Fry Leela story <sighs> forward a little bit more. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> you get the punch now instead of the the gavel. <laughs> and so, that was my first one. It was almost at the end. Um, and then I do like where it's like executive producer, executive producer David X Cohen, and he's like, "You could use a shower." And he's like, "You too," because Fry's been at the hospital for two weeks without showering, staying by her side, and Leela's been in a coma for two weeks. Yeah, without spent. washing anything. <laughs> yeah. You too. So, shall we get into some travia? Well, PD, let's just get the rating out of the way because I know. Oh, you no, I, I, no, I want to save it for last. Okay, fine. Okay, we'll do trivia. Do you want to go first? Um, sorry. Uh, sure, I'll go. Um, what cameo do we have from earlier in season three? This is season four. This is season five. Earlier in season, season four, Chester Allen Arthur. Arthur. That was a different question, but technically okay, correct. It. Yeah, I'll give you a the point for that one. That's kind of correct. But no, it's a different one. Um, it's a holy gentleman. And I need his full name. Oh, the the clergyman guy? Yeah. Okay, I don't remember his name, though. I don't know why, but it's He's like, like as a clergyman, I barely knew Fry, but as a clergyman, I'm not afraid to say like embarrassing things about him. I'm happy to tell you uh, all of his deepest, darkest secrets in front of his closest family and friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, 
His name is Father Changstein El Gamal. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. El Gamal. I, I just loved it so much it stuck in my head. It's so good. Um, so Hermes also makes reference to him his, uh, his heritage being from Jamaica, which he calls the Show Me Island. What is the Show Me State? Ooh, good one. Um, I definitely have heard this as like a, a name for a state, but I'm Show Me State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can you give me like a region? Uh, east of the Mississippi. No. Okay. On the Mississippi. Mississippi? <laughs> it's not Mississippi. Uh, oh, uh, Missouri. Correct. Nice. I'll give you half a point because you said Mississippi first. Okay. Wow, I thought I was going to have to argue for that one. Okay. I know because you always argue with me. Because I need this. I need something in my life. <laughs> you just <laughs> you just like need to relive that high of getting a better score on the AP English list. <laughs> it all comes back. To like that's like one of your core memories for sure. <laughs> 96. Yes. 96. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Travis. He probably doesn't even remember that he said that. He probably does not. He probably has no Because we are the ones who have been talking about it for 20 years. <laughs> for 20 years, yeah. Well, it was a, it was a notable moment. Uh, all right. Now you can regale me with your quiz. Okay, so I got like 1.5 out of 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So at one point, Hermes... When they're talking about the the honeycomb, Hermes is like, honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is that a reference to? I don't know. I was gonna look it up and I didn't. I'm not even gonna pretend to look it up, but it's what from is an it old, like literally late 70s. Wait, wait, honeycomb. wait, wait, wait. Honeycombs commercial? Is I it just honeycombs? Said that, like though, like, yes. the, like the cereal? Yes. You can't oh, say that after I said nineteen seventies, though. That was gonna be my guess. I don't Well, you didn't guess it. I thought it was I thought it came out in the nineties. I didn't know honeycomb cereal was. It doesn't matter. I already started telling you the answer. That is fuck, I should have guessed. You said I don't know and you give up. So like I moved on. Uh, Okay, okay, fair. I now I now I know now I know that if you want to think Yeah, and say your guess. Don't just say I don't know. All right, I hate this. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) What like losing Tivia? <laughs> what what is the acronym or the initialism, excuse me, for the device that they use to escape the honeybees? Device they use to escape the honeybees. Mm-hmm. Oh, the really long one that Fry says when he hits his jetpack? <laughs> yeah, Leela says it, yeah. Oh my god! Don't give me I that look. Know. I'm done with you. It's, it's, it's like listeners. He's giving me a look words. like you idiot. Why would that's a dumb <laughs> trivia question? It's like it's like ten like words. Goofed. Like, <laughs> like goofed. Wait, is it, oh, let me let me let me ask you. You literally this. asked me a state fact about Missouri, and I can ask you one about ten words that were actually uttered in the episode. Does it does it spell something out? Does it spell no? Out it's not word? an acronym. That's why I said initialism. 
Oh, then I have no, I have absolute GBQ four D one L. Okay, no. <laughs> it's know. it's E H S E P C R U, which stands for oh. Emergency High Speed Self Contained Escape Pack Crisis Response Unit. I hate that question. That, that's something I would ask. <laughs> right, but also that's one of my favorite parts of the episode because, like, the whole point is that you need to get out of there fast. But the name is so long that you spend like long. ten seconds just saying the name, and it's not an easy acronym to be like activate your push or something. Like, right, right, exactly. Okay. Um, bullshit. That's all I had. Great. So I got zero. The one other thing I had was technically a sign, and it was more of a fun thing. Extra credit. Extra credit. Um, okay, Julia I'll Roberts buried alive. No, <laughs> what does the screen tell Bender when he does a bad golf swing in the virtual golf? Oh, shit. Whiff. No, nice. I'll give you a hint. Slice. He, he hits it into the water. It doesn't tell him to go word, get it. Operative word water. Water. Water, water are you waiting for? Water. <laughs> <laughs> With shark fin flippers for, for torpedo, torpedo power. power. <laughs> um water hazard. Water hazard. No, no, no. It says go fish jerk. <laughs> That's a good one. I would not have gotten that one. Go fish jerk. Con Sarnet. Okay, I'll give my rating first because we both know P is going to be low. These prices are low, mm. low, low. Mm. Small, small price. Small Put price. Back. <laughs> Put <them> back. Premium. <laughs> More like premium. Premium. <laughs> Wait, that sounded like one of the like guys from like Mario. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, like, like a Koopa, the, like Koopa. Yeah, no, Koopa, not a Goomba, yeah. but Koopa Troopa. Yeah. Koopa Troopa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is your voice like that, dog? Dog. Tur- Excuse me, turtle. Um, okay, I am going to give this one... Unfortunately, your interpretation of it high. has weighed on me, so I'm going to give this one a two. Uh, Still high, but that's fair. That's high praise. That's high praise, my friend. <laughs> That, that went from Nick. That went from Andy Sandberg doing Nick Cage. To oh, John I didn't realize. That you, I just the way you said it immediately made me think of John McCain. That's high praise. Thanks. That's high praise. Okay, <laughs> you said it, it was a little bit higher register the first time you said it, so maybe John McCain, my friends, <laughs> my friends. Um, okay, that was a little Nixony. This... That was like Nixon X. I'm going to give this a 0.75. Holy fuck. Is that the lowest? It's the lowest we've ever rated anything. We've ever we've rated been, anything. I, th- I think you've given something a 1.5, and I'm going to go half that, because I don't even okay. think it deserves a 1. I really dislike this episode. Now, yeah. now honest Can question, is this because of your preconceived notions, or did you really not have any giggles during the episode? What? What? Okay, sorry. Let me rephrase that. What is giving points? It's giving points. It's giving points. <laughs> what? What are you giving points to? The song. Okay, fair. I like the song, and I like um, Leela's line about all they did was suck and die. Like, what about the, 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 the captain, the former captain, saying, "There's no way these deadly, deadly bees will stop us." <laughs> yeah, I did like that too. That was good. 
But and, of course, goes without mentioning, Zoidberg getting Debbie thick in the process. Uh, yes. <laughs> in the process, exactly. So that's an average of what? 2.75 divided by 2 is the same as 1.4, 1.375. 375, yeah. That sounds about right. I think that's a fair rating for this. So you gave it a 0.75 or a 1.375? No, I gave it a 0. 0.75. Yeah. I stayed between averaging the two of us. That's fair. Oh, 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 oh. Oy. I see. I don't know. I don't yes. know. Oh. All right, guys. Well, that is going to be it for us today. We kept it at a tight 50-something, which is not bad for us. So, guys, um, thank you so much for listening, as always. And I do want to apologize. Maybe the consistency of our releases isn't the best, and that is... On mm-hmm. me. I'm not going to blame anyone but myself. It's okay. But you know what? I figured you guys, uh, we love you guys. You guys love us. And uh, F the algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lick our butts, Al. Algorithm. Your favorite, one of your like favorite <laughs> character ideas. All right, get this. His name's Algorithm. Algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like good at math. He's really smart, and he's very prescriptive of content. And so he would probably be really good friends with Brody James, the Matthew YouTuber. True. His brother's with a famous Australian YouTuber named Gobi James. That's right. Who are the stepsons of... The adventurer from the Bermuda Triangle, I believe. No, 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 no. It's uh, their stepmom... Their stepmom's name. Oh, God. What was it? It was really good, actually. Blorndo James. Blorndo What was it? Elizabeth or something? Blorndo James. Blorndo James was really good. <laughs> Who all of under the dominion of Starfield. <laughs> Garfield's <laughs> celestial Garfield. omniscient brother. Celestial omniscient celestial brother. <laughs> Starfield. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay. Well, thank you guys for um, listening. As always, uh, you can find us on threads at the most chill bro, which I'm going to be honest, I've not sent a message about the podcast in weeks. <laughs> so apologies we there. Back to that. I did, but you can follow me on Instagram um, and I do post clips from the show um, and the link is in my bio and everything. So that's at the most chill bro. Um, and you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash worldoftomorrowpod. And as always, we'll love you forever. We'll love, we'll you, love for you for always. always. As long as, as, long you're, as listening, you're listening, our, our friend, friend you'll be. be. Take us out, Kalki. Who's that singing at your wedding? It's Calculon, Calculon, Calculon.